0: We want to feel put together every week, ready, able to handle the responsibilities on our plate. And the main way that we can do that as moms at home is to do a weekly review. But it has to be a weekly review that we do not overthink and that we do not over-engineer. Hi, I'm Misty Winkler from Simply Convivial, and author of the book, How to Use a Planner Without Wasting Time. I wanna help you organize your attitude and dig into the good work that God has given you to do in your home. Here at Simply Convivial, we beat overwhelm and replace perfectionism with baby steps as we learn to manage family life well. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I know so often our weeks just go so quickly. We have so much to do that we feel like we don't have time to stop and make a list or brain dump or even figure out what's going on two days from now. Or maybe we have tried that before. We've tried setting up a planner and we feel like it was just a waste of our time there is one key practice that we can do in just 15 minutes, really, each week to make our planners and our plans work for us. And that's a weekly review. But too often, we let perfectionism stop us from getting the bare minimum helpful weekly review done. Because it's not the perfect weekly review that we had hoped for. Today, I have a clip from a seminar that we did inside Convivial Circle as we wrapped up a month of working on our weekly reviews. I tackle some of the biggest obstacles and struggles that women have with a weekly review. And we wound up talking about how even an imperfect, quick, late weekly review is still better than no weekly review at all. And I wanted to share a clip from that seminar with you today to encourage you to just try it. Even if it's Tuesday, Even if you only have 15 minutes, even if you don't have a planner, but just a sheet of paper to take some notes on for the week, it will be good enough to be helpful. So grab a basket of laundry to fold and let's dig in. Yes, Sarah says even doing the review on Tuesday counts. That's the truth. It doesn't have to be perfect to be helpful. Rhiannon says that she's noticed that writing it all down makes her feel way more accomplished. Her husband noticed her planner and checklist last night, and he said, did you do all that today? (laughs) Way to go. Way to go. Kara says, for a weekly review, I found that even if I just write down a top three without getting anything else led to a better week than skipping it entirely. That's the kind of thing that we want to notice because that helps us to iterate It helps us to keep what's working instead of saying, I didn't do all my weekly reviews. So I'm going to scrap my whole plan and build a new one from the ground up and try something entirely different. You say, you know what? I only did this one piece, but that alone helped tremendously then now you know what your minimum viable weekly review is. And if you do that, you say, hey, I did my minimum viable weekly review. (sighs) Yes, Gracie says, just because it isn't optimal doesn't mean it's not beneficial. But our temptation so often is to say what I planned to do didn't get done. So something is probably wrong with my plan. Let me start over from scratch and try to reimagine everything. But our imagination is not where we need to go to move forward. We need to take what is working, which means noticing what is working, and then build on top of that. So notice that, hey, it's helpful even if I do it on Tuesday. So when it doesn't happen over the weekend, I'm not going to say, too late, better wait till next week. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do what I can when I can, and you will be more productive and moving forward, you'll be more likely to get to that review sooner because you're experiencing the benefit of doing the review. Yeah, Erica, all of us, I think all of us She says, perfectionism has been the air I breathe. So I don't always realize that I'm operating as a perfectionist. Yeah. When we said, I was going to do this one thing every single day and I missed a day. So much for that. I'm going to have to try again next week. Or I made the list for today and I didn't get to half of it. Never mind, just forget about that weekly dashboard. I'm going to stop looking at it for the rest of the week because I messed this day up. And we know that's not helpful. We know that's not right, but that is such a temptation, (laughs) right? It applies in so many areas that is perfectionism and having coming back to the plan, having a plan A and a plan B. Like plan A is every single evening I'm looking at my weekly dashboard and my calendar and I'm updating it. Even if I don't really want to look at the day because I know that I can't check everything off. So really I want to be in planner avoidance mode. It's not helpful. That is... Perfectionism, and that is the kind of thinking that gets us stuck and keeps us stuck, where we avoid really assessing where we're actually at. Let's see, I'm trying to see, I think there was a question in there. <laughs> we have to, I don't know, be grown ups in our thinking, in our approach, and when we feel that tendency, that desire to avoid, that is telling us where we need to show up. Because probably if we actually did show up, we'd have to confront our wrong thinking because we are avoiding because we think, I just blew it. And I don't really want to deal with that right now. I don't want to, I know that I blew it. I don't want to think about it anymore. And that, but if you go to it and you say, okay, shuffle the things around, acknowledge what you did do, it's probably not to the level of blowing it, right? (laughs) I'm like, okay, this is actually still doable. Let's see. So Marin, tell me if I said your name right. Marin asks, what do you think about going in at night and adding things in that you did during the day but didn't write down? I think that's great. I think helps a lot. And it helps if you don't just update your checklist by checking off what you did do. But when you write in the things that you didn't plan for, that's a part of assessing what is working because you are working and you need to know What you're actually working on, what's actually taking your time so you can make a better plan for the next day or the next week, the next Monday. So, there is one sense in which you want to acknowledge that you did get things done and you want to have those check marks. But even beyond that, it's like budgeting, where I failed at budgeting for years and years because I would sit down and create a budget off the top of my head that l- looked on paper like it should work. That this was the way we should be spending money. And it never worked because it didn't reflect our real life. And uh, so it, <laughs> we didn't succeed at budgeting until we just actually basically journaled a budget for more than one month and said, okay, this is where money is actually going. And maybe we start with this as our budget, because this is just reality right now. And so we can make incremental changes, but we don't just come up with the perfect ideal and then make our lives fit that thing, that container that we've created on paper. Noting in on your weekly dashboard or in a journal or noting in some kind of way what you did do in the day is a way of taking into account your real life, giving yourself credit for it, but also learning and figuring out what your responsibilities really are, where your time is actually going so that you can plan with reality in mind instead of just by imagining what a perfect day looks like. So yeah, a weekly dashboard is just a plan for the week. It can take all kinds of forms, but it's basically a weekly overview plan. Something where you can take a look at it. Just take a look at the week at a glance. You got your weekly review is a time where you're reconciling how things went. And so that does take honesty in both directions. It takes honesty in saying, okay, I have to honestly admit that I planned too much here. I was over ambitious. All of this didn't happen because I was totally unrealistic. And then also honest and saying, But look at all that I did do. And sometimes I find it depends on a few different factors that I haven't quite figured out. But sometimes, really, it helps me to overplan a little bit, to feel that little push. Okay, we're going to try. And then maybe you might be in a season or it might be more of your personality to say, I need to underplan. And if you aren't sure, the weekly review gives you just a week block to test out a theory. So you can think of a week, the period between your weekly reviews, as a little bit of an experiment, a little trial run of something. So you're not saying, I'm committing to this routine for forever, or I'm committing to X, Y, Z. I'm committing... To logging all my food in my fitness pal. <laughs> I'm going to try that this week. And at my next weekly review, assess how it went, what worked, what didn't work. So your weekly review gives you a bracket. It brackets your time and lets you set little self-experiments and give yourself a trial, a short trial run on some theories that you might have about what would help you work better? What would help you be satisfied at the end of the day? What would help you not feel so overwhelmed by a long to-do list? Yeah, Clarissa, I find the same thing. Clarissa says, when we're busier, I stay on top of things better. So I tend to overplan because when I have lots of empty space, I end up doing empty things. Yeah, between every weekly review, it's a fresh start. Let yourself kind of embrace that fresh start feeling, not by starting from scratch, but by choosing some experiment with yourself, a hypothesis, like test a hypothesis, maybe write it out. You say, I will, I don't expect to get all of this done, but... I want to keep my life full of good things. And here are all the good things that I that should be on my radar. Let's see how many I can get to this week. The weekly review really is that linchpin planning piece. And so we've started the year practicing the piece, the planning piece that has the most potential to keep us. Focused, productive, fruitful, moving forward, even if it's not the perfect weekly review, even if we don't have an hour to give it, even if we don't get it done in the same time slot every single time, sitting down with our calendar, giving ourselves some notes for the week, choosing a weekly top three, we are ready to move forward for the week. Do you have a weekly review habit? Weekly reviews are not just for business owners and busy professionals. Weekly reviews are essential for moms running an active household. So I've put together the weekly review masterclass to help moms put an effective, efficient weekly review practice in place. We'll baby step our way to a full weekly review, starting with just 15 minutes. A 15 minute weekly review really might be the game changer in your life you've been looking for. The Moms Weekly Review Masterclass starts on June 23rd, so don't delay. Click the link in the description below. To get more details about the Mom's Weekly Review Masterclass. It will help you apply the principle of repenting, rejoicing, and repeating.